Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I just wanted to say a few words about Richard Miller. Um, I know I found out about Jack through uh, a Skype interview you did with Richard, and I know others were in a similar position. Uh, and I found out about other teachers as well through Richard's work. But what I think a lot of people don't know is that for Richard, uh, this is a labor of love. And he puts in hundreds and hundreds of hours in, in interviewing teachers and editing. And he, he spends money in travel and uh, money for equipment. So I'm just, Richard's a little shy. So I'm the less shy person, <laughs> so, you know, hoping that if anyone feels so cold, maybe to you know, you know donate a little money to, to Richard. And uh, if you so feel cold, and if you feel it's a worthy cause, as I, I do, there's an envelope on the dining room table under the chandelier. And whatever you feel cold to contribute, it you know, would be wonderful. I think a lot of people are being helped by his work. Thank you. Hi. Hello. <clears throat> I, I feel some hesitancy to come up here, but um, I don't want to come back either. Um, <laughs> and this has to do mostly with what I'm seeing with language. And what I'm finding is that when I talk, I, I keep finding where I don't even believe what I'm saying. And so sometimes it makes it really difficult, or I can see through it, or I can see it as an old story, I have it, or whatever. And then it makes it like feel a bit I'm in my inauthentic self. Yes. yes. And what I also found is that I have stories that go on over and over again in the places where I've been most wounded or I have felt wounded. I keep reliving that and I see now that I can move out of it and a moment where there's just the choice to let it go and that's really nice because it feels or it, it, there's something about it, there's almost like there's nothing there and it's a-okay, and at the same time, I can see the difference. I can see this, like, no words, no anything. It's just there. And then at the same time, there's this other little something that's busy, 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 and um, talking and, and, you know, conceptualizing and so forth. Um, what... It's as if now I've come to the point where that it's easier, it's wiser, it's better when there's not too much going on. Yes. <laughs> and that when there's not too much language and not too many words. And that's the only space that this, of all practices I could even consider, it seems like that's the only space where there's possibility to not be lost in and the other. And so it, it brings about this whole thing about is the problem really language? Is the problem really words? Um, and you know, then I jump into in the beginning was the word. 
um, and I guess the beginning of creation, communication, etc. But something really went awry there, <laughs> um, because we came out. I mean, because we within that were just not in authenticity, you know. Or maybe it's because well, you you've said it so many ways, so many times that we're lost in this other space of what we call reality, this concrete, tangible life force that um, we've all come upon together. I'm not sure now. I'm trying to say, did I have a question here? <laughs> um, but maybe because of, maybe I'm asking some validation uh, that I'm not tricking or fooling myself either. And yet it feels so right that when I drop it like this, drop it meaning just something else that's going on in the head, there's such a it's just so right because I'm not caught up at that point. It's just, okay, okay. It feels true, you know. Um, I, I suppose I don't know exactly where to move from there because at the same time there's a calling in my head that feels bad that I might let the other go, that I might let the old stories go, that I might let the personality who I'm still identifying as having been wounded by that situation. And this almost, it almost breaks my heart like it's this little person, you know, this personality that will um, need to disappear, or at least have not all the, the same um, quality of reality. You know, it, again, if I see it as a story, and that's all it is, and really don't get caught up in it. But then, if, just to follow this one step further, if I go along with you, then, or what I hear, I should say, what I hear. I don't have to give anything. I mean, at the same time, it seems like I don't have to give anything up other than where I'm coming from. But everything else can exist. All the craziness, all the um, diversity of creation itself can exist, um, even though it's illusionary. Yes. But it can exist, it can be played with, but it's all from, and I would say, uh, it's all from, you know, silence, because just going back to that. So here, maybe I'm picking up a little bit on the question. Where does language play in? I mean, if we didn't have language, if we didn't have communication, because we created with language, beliefs and so forth, would we be in a space that is all-knowing or expansive or divinity or whatever? No, no concepts don't need language. Mm -hmm. They don't. Believing a concept doesn't need language. Language is further down the line. You're already mm -hmm. running a belief to express it. Mm-hmm. Language is further down the line. It's not as creative uh -huh. at this point in time. It has its own creative potential within the movie. But, but n n no, it's not about language. So it if you were deaf and dumb, you'd still be at satsang. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. It's not about language. And so if I was deaf and dumb, I'd still be confused by circumstances, <coughs> etc. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Language doesn't have that much power. Mm -hmm. But you know the busyness that you were saying with beliefs and concepts and just there's a, that busyness of right, something right. here. The busyness is fine, but if you're running it, yes, yes. stop running it. Mm -hmm. I stop do running run it. it. Yeah. Stop I running it. it. 
Don't think about the consequences. Just stop running it. There's mm -hmm. no consequences. Just stop running it. Yeah, and that's what happens sometimes when it's like, okay, I see that I'm there and I just let it go and it's, okay, for a while. The while could only be like a minute or something. Yes. And it comes back again, but... And stop running but it again. that contrast is amazing. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Speak less. Yeah. Hmm. It seems like think less, too. Well, if you speak less, you're kind of coming from that end as well as not running it, coming from mm -hmm. this end. Right. Do you know? I think I do. It's sure. like in the sequence of things. Mm -hmm. There is thought. There's the buying of thought. It's my thought. Now we've got identification yes, with thought. Right, right. Okay? So those concepts turn into a story and we speak the story. Mm-hmm. If it's I want a cup of tea, it, it's still that sequence. Mm-hmm. There's an I, there's a desire. We've bought the concept okay. of a cup of tea, how it would feel after a cup of tea, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. okay. now. So the impulse of desire <coughs> is more in origin, the origin. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, origin is very clear. Mm -hmm. Yes, desire mm -hmm. is at origin level, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, desire will always so create it moves an from there. It moves from there. Mm -hmm. So if you speak less, you're nipping the length of it, but don't run the story in the first place. Yeah. If you speak less, you're not caught in it. Mm -hmm. And it might be that you can only get it at the end. Sometimes you've got enough distance, you can see the eye rising, like Richard was talking about yeah, this morning. Yeah. I can feel the thing pulling up, but I, you know, you do, it's just noticed that it's pulling up, but there's nothing grabbing onto it and running. Uh -huh, yeah, do you yeah. see? Yes, yes, yes. Now, if you can see that, great. Mm -hmm. But if you can't see that, it can only be that, I'm talking garbage here, the same old thing again. <laughs> no, and that might be where the, mm -hmm. the seeing comes in. It mm -hmm. might only kick in when you're actually talking it. Mm -hmm. Post concept development, post the desire, post the beliefs about who you think you are. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Yes. And it yes. might be only there that you actually get some bit of distance from the story. Then stop talking. Mm -hmm. Stop talking. Wherever you see the distance, stop running it. Wherever you've got that distance, where there's a seeing of what's going on, nip it. Seeing it and running through with it, now we're talking about inauthenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're following the lie. Okay. And I can see how come the lie gets followed sometimes. Because there's so much entrenched and invested in personality yeah. and separateness. I mean, there's a certain oh, we lose beauty space. about it. We lose space, <laughs> like, if we don't follow it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So be prepared for self-image to go. I've said that a few times, oh, and I, I keep know, saying it. Self-image is the thing that's under threat uh -huh. when it's when when we're going to not run the story anymore or become quieter. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Self-image is the thing that. And so there's threat. actually a, a space of willingness to let it go. Yeah, there because is. there isn't a real attachment to being separate from yeah. everyone else, as well as there's a lot of fear in that as yes. well. Yes. But there's an appeal, but I think you said it earlier too, it's like there's a point where it's, it's enough. Yes. <laughs> it's enough. Yes. Suffering, et cetera, that comes with that. Yes. That's the baggage okay. that comes with great. it. Great. If that's mm -hmm. seen, great. Mm -hmm. Then regardless of the fallout, speak less. Mm -hmm. When the business is running, just don't go into that story anymore. Just don't go there. Yeah. You will know what the outcome will be and happy days. Let mm -hmm. not knowing be fine. Okay. And so there's a, a space where they, there's a choice. It looks yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. It looks like that, but it's not. Play with it until that wears out to okay. it. But exercise the choice now, and then mm -hmm. you see there's no choice. Okay. But exercise All the right. choice while you have right. it. Mm -hmm. 
choose well. Okay, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yes, do. So everything is valid some of the time, you see? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about this, the integrity that's important mm -hmm. to work out from where you're at. So yes, it looks like there's a choice, exercise or not. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. That's really good because I sometimes when I don't understand, I don't, you know, that I can live with, deal yeah. with, yeah. be with, spend time with. Yeah. Okay. If you if you jump too too many steps ahead, I might not have gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the magic of, mm -hmm. of, of of finding out what you're not. It's progressive. Mm -hmm. Progressive path. That's what they mean by the progressive path. I see. Yeah. Bit by bit, you're breaking through the beliefs of what you thought you were. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and it's intriguing. It's interesting. You know. Yeah. And then there comes a time when there's an actual addiction to that. Uh -huh. You know, because yes, that too yes. keeps the seeker alive. You mm -hmm. know. Yes. You see, there's a drug in that too. But, but it runs for a long time, mm -hmm. that one, seeing what you're not, you know? Mm -hmm. You're unpacking what you invested in, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a good thing to live long enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank okay. you very much. Thank, thank you. you. So, uh, <clears throat> report uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It always starts with so, uh, usually a report. So, okay. Yeah, so after lunch, um, or during lunch. So, attending to the contentment, and it felt uh, or feels like love, and it's sort of permeating, you know. Uh, and because I'm not going to see you for a while, probably after today, um, the question is, like, maybe, like, I'm thinking maybe this is sort of the, the end game of, of, or, like, when one is playing, placing attention on contentment, that likely would grow, yes. right? Yes. And probably don't want to pitch my tent there, right? Correct. Correct. Um, so. No. That, no. <laughs> no what? No next step. Uh, are you jumping ahead? Yes. No. Okay. So just place the attention attention on the contentment. Yes. And there's no next step. And there's no next step. Really? <laughs> because all mind is doing is setting up things to do. So we've got now a project again, and we've got a distraction, and we get contentment, and then we go on, and here we go again. Mm. Off we go again. <laughs> so we, this morning we cut off the, the, you know, the pull to process everything that comes by because it's seen as a distraction. So now let's move the distraction to what's after this step. Do you see what mind has done? Your point, I, I'm trying to catch up with you. Uh, I had some chocolate at lunch. Oh. <laughs> So there's projection to a there's there's creating a problem in the future kind of right yeah more project yeah it's in the same way that the eye has the project of unpacking sadness or emotion mm -hmm. okay so then we cut that one so now let's have a project that's maybe a little more acceptable subtle uh -huh. the word so after contentment if we've got something else to go to well then we have another project you see and I'm saying no more projects because it's only relevant to the eye 
the I wants projects. There's a constricted feeling associated with the notion of me feeling contentment, and that's all there is. Like I don't, you know, I don't necessarily buy that me feeling contentment is what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, the I will always be looking for something, but you are not that I. What we're trying to do here is get a distance between what you are and the I thoughts that are running. That's a thought running that I won't be happy with just that. That's a thought. That's not what you are at all. The I is in the way of recognizing what you are. That makes sense. Do you see? And I don't know how to apply that to this particular situation somehow. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I should just go with your initial instruction. You know, the, that the not, not being a next step. Uh, you know, that's sort of the best I can come up with. Yes, uh, because enlightenment or waking up is an I idea. The I is the block to it. Nothing is where I'm pointing to. Nothing. Nothing. Death to what you think you are. No, but you said contentment. Yeah, I know, but I'm pointing <laughs> towards nothing, 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 nothing. So with contentment, it stops buying into all of these things to fix and to do. Okay. So a lack of contentment with contentment will mean give me a next step. <laughs> you see, yeah. I've already rejected yeah. for the next step. So go through that one too, rejecting the contentment. Go through that too. Go through it? Yeah, write it out. I'm not buying letting you be reject contentment. Because only the I will reject contentment. So you're instructing me to continue placing attention on contentment, even though the motion to move away from contentment has arisen in mind. Yes, because it's only arisen in mind. Okay. Because contentment hasn't been established. Oh, I'm not. I'm not claiming that it has. Oh, I know, of course. You know, I'm just saying I, know, I got course. a taste of it. You know, I know that's yeah. it. If it's established, then I'll say, okay, don't pitch your tent there. Okay. But it's not established. Okay. Okay. Do you see? So, so right now, just establish. That, that's not bad. You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of all the things to. And when there's no juice of any story coming in, when there's no juice at all and there's just contentment as a natural way of being, okay, then we'll go beyond that. But it must be established first. For you particularly. Because it, it nips all these subtle eye stories uh -huh. that are, you know, yeah. pretty established. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you see? It nips them for you. Something about that nips them. Yeah. No next step. There's only contentment. Let it be enough. Because it's only the eye that wants to go beyond contentment. So I'm saying no way. Do you see? Because it's only the eye that wants to go beyond contentment. Uh -huh. To truly know contentment, then there's contentment. Why would there be anything else? Yeah. Do you see? I'm not sure that I do. But yeah. Because okay. it's not known yet. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's fine. Fine. Thank 
Download this satsang some sometime. You yeah. know, just make a note of this date and download this one and listen to this conversation again. In Sounds good. A couple of months' time or whatever. Okay. Great. Well, several people have talked about um, this no man's land, mm -hmm. something that apparently you mentioned yesterday. Unfortunately, I wasn't here yesterday. But yesterday, coincidentally, I was, I was, um, I'm doing this research. That's what I'm basically devoted mm -hmm. at the moment in my life. I'm writing a dissertation, a doctoral mm -hmm. dissertation. That, that takes, is my main project at the moment. And uh, also the reason why I get stressed um, and sometimes anxious and, and feel fear sometimes. So I was thinking yesterday, um, because there are all of these anxieties around the project, yes. around my dissertation, yes. what, if I, what, if, what if I just don't take this project so seriously? What if I, if I don't identify with the project so much? Okay. And then there, there, there comes this, this sensation, and then people mention this no man's land, and, and that clicked to the sensation I had yesterday, because it was pretty much that. It was, is it really about like, like letting go of this project? So what would happen? Where would I be? Yes. What, what? Yes. So is that the no man's land that people are talking about? I guess my question is, I, I want to know a bit more about this no man, no, no one land, no one land. <laughs> okay. and how that fits into my situation is that, like, okay. letting go of that project, like, the attachment to the project and the identification with the project that gives rise uh, to all these uh, anxieties around Okay, it. there's something more subtle going on, I think. Uh, you said taking the project so seriously, all right, and the anxieties around, you're taking yourself too seriously. It's not the project, it's your relationship with yourself. You're taking yourself too seriously. Being responsible is important, it's a high value. Doing something well is, a, is of a high value. G giving it everything you've got is, this is your, this is you, it's not the project. The project is just pressing the button of something that's part of you, which I'm saying, can they stick holes in it? Okay? It's not the project, the project is just mirroring your relationship with yourself, who you think you are, okay? So it's not about changing your relationship with the project. It's about seeing what you are expecting of yourself. This is about your relationship with you, which is being highlighted by the project. Project's fine. So you're taking yourself seriously. Yes. That's, yeah. that's the rigid bit. Having high expectations, having an image around it, having, I don't know what your package is, but it's generally like that for people, no? Right. Okay? Wanting to do well or whatever, whatever a doctor is going to mean to you, blah, 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 whatever is going on. So, the no man's land that we were talking about, it's an interesting I I idea to, to bring it in. We were talking about it in a different context, okay? okay? It's at a particular stage of the progressive path, the kind of a helplessness that's going on. Um, so that's actually something different. But I think it probably might have kind of resonated a bit of freedom, a bit of more free flow. So let's see what's rigid. And what's rigid is your own 
the prison you've put yourself into. The expectations you have around yourself. That's where the prison is. The project is a great gift for you to see how you take things so seriously. Do you see? And it's more, it's more on the level, I think, of an attitude towards your work. It could easily be an attitude towards a relationship or an attitude towards whatever. Whatever. A career, whatever. But right now it's the attitude towards the dissertation. So, Would, the, yeah. so, so, sorry. so the attitude should, well, I don't know, should sure. be more, like, like what? Let it get softer. Let it get softer. Because when there's anxiety, there's a constriction. There's something yeah. tight. So it's not working because something is involved and under threat and there's a tightness. Let yes. it get softer. Because there's something not natural in anxiety. Because it doesn't feel comfortable. It's not good for the body either. I know, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's over-identification. And there's I, anxiety. This. Yeah, and I've gone through the things you've said myself. Yeah. I can see clearly. Okay. That that's what's going on. Okay. But still running some, a lot okay. of times. Okay. Okay. So I guess it's just an exercise of easing that. Also, let's put it, look at it another way. In the, the law of duality, if there is a lot of pressure that you've put onto yourself to do well, okay, well then there's, if, if there's a push, an unnatural push to go over to that side, it's generally because there's a fear of the opposite. So let's say you flunk. Yes. Be okay with that. Accept that and welcome it in. If that's coming on your path, so what? If these years of doing research mean that you just don't make the grade, that happens to people too. Maybe it's on your path, huh? Don't be afraid of anything. So if you want to flunk the dissertation, you're going to flunk the dissertation. And if there's no fear of avoiding that, there won't be pressure going in the other way, because that's what's motivating it. The fear of, oh, I don't want that one, so... And there's constriction, because, because there's no kind of fluidity around the flow. It may be how it is, you know? May it be how it is. Yeah? Okay. Thank Great. You. Thank you. I'm not getting up. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just rearranging yourself. Okay. you talk quite a bit about distractions, okay, mm, mm. and uh, a feeling I'm left with is, is that there's kind of an intensely negative connotation to that word, the way you're using it, and uh, I'm just looking for more clarity, I guess, into, into what's inherently problematic about a mind who seeks distractions as kind of a, uh, uh, a holiday or period of relaxation or R&R &R from the stresses that it deals with uh, normally. And uh, is our distractions inherently a negative thing, or is that just something that the mind 
has to do as kind of a coping mechanism and without without having to feel that if you are involved in a hobby or a relaxation or a sport or an entertainment without feeling that you're doing something wrong here because you're not supposed to be allowing yourself to enjoy these distractions because somehow it's it's hurting your spiritual awareness or development. Relaxing isn't a distraction. Mm -hmm. What you describe as distractions are not the distractions I'm talking about. And there's nothing negative in anything. Well, that's what I, that's, that's and, what and I thought. That's, this is the second time this weekend that you brought mm -hmm. up that there's something wrong mm -hmm. with the mind and there's something negative in something. Yeah. So I'm interested in what is it in perception that comes from that form of les that sees mm -hmm. things as negative or positive. What? What, what can be negative or positive? Mm. I'm interested in that framework because it's appeared twice now. Well, that's just it. I have troubles. I have troubles personally seeing things as negative or positive. <laughs> I have kind of a. But you're doing it. You've, you've popped mm -hmm. in the negative thing twice now. Mm -hmm. You're doing it. You're, you're so okay. you're, you're doing it. Okay. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Why is this going on? Mm -hmm. That that there's an assumption that when we talk about mind, it's negative, and mm -hmm. when we talk about distraction, it's negative. Mm -hmm. How come that gets superimposed? What sees things as bad and good? Mm -hmm. What's the bad and good about? Mm -hmm. Right and wrong. Can we loosen that one a bit? Mm -hmm. And it's not that it's wrong. It's just that it's causing mm -hmm. something that's not comfortable there. Mm -hmm. Is that wrong? No. But there's a pull towards something softer all the time. Is that a good thing? No, it's just a pull. <laughs> no, I guess you know. I guess I must be running some kind of level of guilt uh, uh, if I'm doing something like watching movies or doing something for relaxation. I guess there's a certain undercurrent of guilt stemming maybe not only from from things the youth said, but other teachers as well. But yeah. but. Um, yeah, something no, is I don't believe. It. I mean, I don't feel I'm running a belief system that there's anything inherently wrong with with any anything that's going on. So why are you assuming that distractions are negative? That there's an inherent problem in well, it? Well, that's what I thought. I that's what I thought I was hearing. You see, see that's mm -hmm. that's what I'm after. Yeah, you I thought, know. Why did you think you were hearing that? That's what mm -hmm. I'm after. Mm -hmm. We'll get nowhere if there's a denial that. You know, if it's like, no, Jack said that and I didn't hear it. It's like, no, no, hold on now, this is the work. This is the work. Mm -hmm. Try and get a distance from it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay? So there's something running that, that this is okay and this is not okay. There's something that's putting things in boxes. Mm -hmm. It's that labeling or that separation or there's something going on. Yeah, I, I, I have trouble seeing where that's coming from. Okay. Because I don't, you know, I don't subscribe to that belief. I don't. Ah, I don't but you believe see, this is it. I, I don't. Yeah, you don't I, see I, it. I don't believe that I'm running that belief. Or that. Yeah. Then, then why would one say, mm -hmm. Jack, what you're saying about distractions is that they're inherently problematic? That's not mm -hmm. happening here. Distractions are not a problem mm -hmm. at all. Okay. <coughs> you know, and mind isn't mm -hmm. a negative thing, like it was assumed yesterday. Right. So now, so how do those two perceptions arise? Mm -hmm. Do you see? Do you mm -hmm. see it? Uh, I'm not sure that I do. No, I don't think so either. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. What, maybe you could just try to say a little bit more about 
about distractions and and how you regard them in terms of uh, their place in the scheme of things yeah. and, and what function they they yeah. fulfill and what problems they might be creating. I guess I see them as possibly creating a, a problem or maybe yeah, you see offering an, an escape from something that's more important to be okay, that attending, what I'm after. attending to. That's what I'm after. Okay. Something is more important to be attended to. That's what I'm after. Something is more important than something else. Okay. Something is escapism, escapism from something that I should be doing, mm -hmm. or is better if I do. That's what I'm after. That okay. belief system. Right. That's what I want to shake. Mm -hmm. It's not about clarifying a point. I'm not, I, I mean, there's no pull to clarify a point. Mm -hmm. It's not about the point. It's I about where, what's behind the point. Well, it I guess says, it could it could only come from from deep seated conditioning. That that. Sure, sure, but right. I need you to see it at a distance, yeah. mm -hmm. so that it's so that you can see it's a belief mm -hmm. that's running. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm ready to do that yet. Yeah, 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 that's where we're at, that's exactly where we're at, and I keep knocking on the door. Uh -huh. You're like, there's right, no handle right. in here, right. there's no handle in here, right. <laughs> keep looking. <laughs> and there's no problem with any of it, this no, is just the play, this, this is just that. the dance, I you know. I realize that. I'm yeah, sure yeah, this is just that. the dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There isn't a right and wrong on the spiritual path. Right. There's just different things that have a rightness to them in any moment. Mm -hmm. so, so, for some, when there is a blind spot, which isn't bad or good, a blind spot happens. When there is a blind spot around identification happening, and you miss it, the distraction is the potential for identification as it's coming. So, rather than saying potential for identification, I call it distraction but it's potential okay. for identification. Right. Do you see? Yeah. But it, at some point it just feels like a little distraction. It's like something's going on over there. If you follow it, whoa, there's a nice story going to mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. It's all fine. But there comes a point when people say, this I story isn't doing it for anymore, me anymore. Mm -hmm. Well then, okay, if it's not doing it for you, we'll do this. Right. Is anything bad or good? Not at all. Do you know what it's like? It's a bit like this body sitting on top of a hill. And it's a stony old hill with no path. And I've got a torch. And there's a people walking up the hill and they don't have torches. And they're saying, hold on, there's stones all in front of me. It's like, okay, of course there's stones on a hill. The whole thing is made out of stones. <laughs> stones aren't the problem. That's why we've got a hill. There's stones. Right? It's not a problem. But yes, there's a problem because there's a stone. It's like, okay. Okay then. All right. Look, look at this side of the stone and look at that side of the stone and you can walk around the stone. Do you see? It's a bit like that. Do you know? Because the path is walked in this form. The path is walked. But as long as somebody says the stone is a problem, it's like, all right, if the stone is a problem, we look, you can go this way or this way until the stone isn't a problem anymore. Mm Hi. I'm going to uh, beat a dead horse because we've already talked about this before, but uh, it's the same question in a different form. 
And it's the question in part is, where is the mind when it's at home? Or how do I get yeah. the mind to rest at home? Yeah. Because it's sometimes it's like there's a radio station blaring and it's uh, strident and a little loud. And I can say if I'm on a, you know, my robot of life is, is flailing, I can bail when I'm there. But when I'm somewhere else, I don't need to be bailing or rehearsing what I'm going to be doing or planning another project. So now I'm out on the wharf or somewhere and I'm just looking at the wharf and I say, wow, that's interesting. But two minutes later, it's like, now I'm bored. I want to do something else. Mm -hmm. So I think, okay, let's observe where I am and let's just watch what's going on. So yeah. I come back to the watching place. Okay. And then I say, okay, I've watched, now what? So again, ah, still yeah. expecting something else okay. to go on. And okay. it, it just, it, it repeats. Ah, okay. And so I, 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 I want to come back to this question about what is it that sort of, you know, how to get the mind to sort of rest at home and sort of be there yeah. so that it's not always, because even when it's on the wharf and looking out, it's still looking for some more juice somewhere else. It's yeah. looking for another story. It's looking for something else. Yeah. Uh, and I can say, well, I've heard that station before. Yes. But. Are uh, you still following it? I think I am. I think you are too. Yeah. See that it's just the loop of mind. It's just like, oh, there's mine doing that thing of something else will make it better than this moment. No following of it. So I'm looking around. I'm in the present. There's nothing else in what's here. Yeah. Moment, another moment yeah. comes. There's nothing else in what's here. That's it. There's That's nothing it. else. That's right. There is nothing else. Yes. On... There is nothing else. Mind will always do some loop. It, it's mm -hmm. strange to be active, you know. It's right. this incredible mechanism of, 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 you know, making you believe you're separate. But when that stops making sense, every, every um, narrative that the mind can come up with becomes just another narrative. You see that they're all just another loop and none of them, you lose interest or you lose, you just don't believe them anymore. It's just not worth following it anymore. Because as you know with that one, okay, what's next? We'll follow that for a bit and then, oh, what will I do next? Oh, what will I do next? That will become exhausting. It organically becomes exhausting. And so then there's a bit of a distance. It's like that part has spun out. A maturation has come on that one. Do you know? So let a bit of distance come in from that one. Because what mind will do next? It will give you another loop. It's not a bad or a good thing. It's just what mind does. <laughs> so, so mind then will say, "Oh, but this is boring. This is all it is. This is as good as it gets." Oh no, I'm not having. You see? And it's like, okay, that's another loop. That's another loop. It's just talking. It does what it does. It's just talking. It's just, it's just. When you're awake, it's going to be active, and most of the time, when you're asleep, it's active anyway. Sometimes it's it's tricky when, you know, like it's. Well, when it's starting to rain, you say, okay, I'll put on a raincoat. That seems very yeah. practical. Yeah. But, and, and then, then you're listening to your thought and you sort of believe it more because you can see the rain coming down and you put mm -hmm. on a coat. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the time, sometimes it's not so clear when to... Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Somebody made a distinction between the working mind and the thinking mind. And it's kind of useful, you know? Because the working mind will put on a rain jacket if it's raining part of the functioning of common sense. Mm -hmm. But the thinking mind, mm -hmm. 
That's the one that makes identification painful. Do you know? At some point, it stops becoming pleasurable and the pain kicks over. It's being more predominant. It's the thinking mind mm -hmm. to watch and get a distance from. And just don't buy the thoughts. They're just thoughts cruising by. You see, there's a gazillion thoughts that pass by during the day. You just pick up a few. And I'm saying, well, don't pick up any. See what happens. And somehow, attention rests in, at home, in the natural state. So at the moment, we're kind of going out, looking at thoughts and pulling back from them. In order to get to the same place of just being there. Like the chap said the other day, this gentleman, I don't know what his name is. He's like, but it's that simple. It can't be that simple. Just, just not going up. It just can't be that simple. And sure, of course it's that simple. It must be simple and accessible to everybody, literate or illiterate or whatever. I mean, it must be accessible. It's, it's what underpins everything. Do you see? So at the moment we're playing with, okay, I'm, I'm already out and I'm stuck in this and I can't pull back from it. Okay, and then we play with pulling back, and that's when we talk at satsang. But leaving attention just there. Leaving attention there all the time. And let mind do its loop. It's just some thoughts shout more louder than others. But mind will do its thing without you buying the thoughts. And so I guess this comes back to your point about patience that you brought up earlier. Mm -hmm. So at this point, mm -hmm. it's just patience itself because there isn't any next step. That's right, there isn't any next step. Right. But somehow, if attention stays there, whereas, where it's naturally not buying thoughts, everything aligns itself. It's like things settle into place. It's mad. Mm -hmm. Conditioning burns itself out. Everything just happens without you doing a blessed thing except keeping your attention in the natural space, which, which is a thing to do until you realize, oh my God, oh, I'm putting effort into this person. This is just normal. Mm. Of course it's normal. <laughs> but we're so used to stretching the elastic band, you know, out and pulling it back and stretching it out and pulling it back, and it's like, just leave it relaxed, actually. <laughs> do you know? Like when you wake first thing in the morning, it's all just relaxed. Let it stay relaxed. And somehow from there, the natural flow of things um, becomes all that is happening. That's just, that's just what's happening. And somehow it's totally enough. But while you're used to stretching the elastic band and going out into thoughts, it will not be enough. Because there's still a bit of juice in that. But the juice will die off. It's dying off. And otherwise you wouldn't be in satsang. That phase is finishing. It's all organic, you see. It's beautifully organic. So we're still, we're still comparing the juice of getting engaged in I stories with no I story. Boring. What's next? You mean this is as good as it gets? So we're comparing, you see? Mm -hmm. That's because we're running memory mm -hmm. of what it's like to be all buzzed about a project or uh, in, engaged in something. We're running memory, that's all. Don't run the memory and just be there. It's a stripping down to that. That's the natural state. And when the memory of juice falls away, it's like, oh my God, I traded that for this. <laughs> Do you see? Helpful. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Alrighty. Okay. Hi. Um, 
I don't have a good relationship with time. Um, I usually uh, lose track of okay. time, or I'm usually late, like today I was late. Um, and I feel like I always take too much time to complete any task. And so I feel like I'm always running behind time a lot. Okay. The strange thing is I'm not afraid of um, biological time, like not afraid of getting old or dying, but it's just the pra practical time mm. that I'm always struggling with that. I've noticed um, when I lose track on time, I'm usually kind of daydreaming or, you know, lost in thought somewhere, not really, you know, doing, I'm physically doing the things I'm doing, but not really there. Yes. So, and I, I work in the kitchen now and there's a lot of things to do. I feel like everybody else can get things done on time, but I can't, you know. I just can't. Yeah. So, I don't know how to fix that. I mean, it doesn't have to be a problem, but I feel like it's a problem. <coughs> so talk to me about it doesn't have to be a problem. Well, I can just accept that yeah. I'm slow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, but then there's a part of me who wants to, you know, be more efficient at you know everything. But that's, it's been a problem since I was young. Like, you know, okay. I'm always slow. Okay. At doing things. Okay. Um, but yeah. there's that, you know, that pressure. I work. You know, I have to get faster, otherwise. There's that fear that, you know, I might get fired or... Has it caused you to get fired? No, no. Okay. But I think it's all in me, like, you know. Yes. And then also, just in daily life, that I get... I feel guilty whenever I'm late, you know, with appointments and you know, okay. meeting friends, all of that. Okay. Um, so that's... A major problem for me. Okay. Okay. So we have two options. One is to fix it and one is to accept it and be okay with it. From here it looks like both of them will happen, but the sequence is important. So if we accept it, have total acceptance of it, then the rejection of what's naturally occurring in your form stops. So I'm not really accepting. Correct. Mm -hmm. okay. Correct. Yeah, there's a lack of acceptance of something that's naturally part of what's happening. And it's like, you know, society accepts what's mainstream and anything slightly off it, mm -hmm. abnormal. Do you know? But sure, of course, there's loads of people either side of it. How can everybody be down the line average? <laughs> Do you know? <clears throat>
So the first step is absolute acceptance. Stop beating yourself up over it. Stop feeling guilty. Stop, stop letting it hit the fear button. If you get fired, you get another job. I have this fear, you just to look at a clock. Like I don't even want to see a clock. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just one thing that keeps pressing the fear button. Accept it. Accept that your way is slow. Why can't it be slow? Some people are buzzy, buzzy, buzzy and like dynamite and some people get a little done. Do you know what? It makes no difference at the end of the day. No difference at all. Fast or slow, both have to exist and then a lot of people are in between. It makes no difference at all. The universe isn't sitting waiting to see how much you achieved in a day. <laughs> Do you know? Okay. I'll give that a try. <laughs> I should write that down. <laughs> yeah, write it down in lots of places. <clears throat> I'm late. I'm late. If there's total acceptance, total acceptance, so no fear button, no pressure button, no self-analysis, no self-criticism around time, if all of those have stopped, okay, all of those thoughts are not running anymore, then you can change it. But you have too much to learn from it first. It's like it's a gift because it's pressing your buttons. So when you're doing one thing, do you think about by what time I have to finish this task? Or I shouldn't no. think about it at all, just no. do it. Just do it. Because what's happening is that mind is distracted. Sure, you're off on your thoughts. Of course, that's what's going on. But you're... Okay, if we started pulling back your attention so that you were focusing on what was going on, right, mm -hmm. to be more efficient, we're missing the most potent way that your mind gets caught in thoughts. Because your mind is following self-criticism. I, sh I should do this faster. This isn't good enough. I might lose my job. I'm going to be late for my friends. What time is it? You see? So if we're going to start looking at where your mind cruises off, we can only start looking at where your mind cruises off to where we know it's landing. We know it's landing in these criticism things. We don't know where it's landing when you're just daydreaming. All of a sudden, it's just a half an hour later and something was supposed to be done. So we haven't got a chance of pulling that in because you don't know where mind goes. Don't think, you, do you? Mm -hmm. I don't think you know where mind goes. No. Yeah. So we can only pull mind back when you know where it goes. Do you see? So we have to start there. We can't start, stop daydreaming. You can't stop daydreaming because you don't know where, it's just time out. Do you see? But where we know mind goes is to the self-criticism, is the pressure you put yourself under, is these thoughts about my timekeeping is a problem, my relationship with time, and the, the response when you just look at two mechanical hands on a set of numbers and there's a response because it means a whole set of things. <coughs> these are the thoughts I'm after because these are pressing buttons where you're hurting yourself. Right. It doesn't feel good. No, of course it doesn't. So that's what I'm after is the places where you're hurting yourself through your relationship with time. If we stop running those and the only way to stop them is totally accept that timekeeping doesn't quite work. It's fine. If there's total acceptance, those thoughts aren't running. If there's total acceptance, then, then there's a handle on 
focusing on the present moment and pulling your attention back. Okay. Okay, there's two phases to this. <laughs> so for now, it's okay to be late. Oh, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Of course it is. Accept it all. Accept it all. And whatever consequences come, accept them too. Ride with it. question. Um, why do people lie? Because um, I try to be honest most of the time, but um, sometimes I catch myself lying, like really petty things. But I've noticed at the moment when, I, when I'm lying, I'm completely um, unconscious. I'm just I almost feel like I have, I had no choice but lie. I mean, there's no other choice. Okay. I have to lie. Okay. So, but then afterwards, I feel horrible. Like, why did I do that? You know, I shouldn't have said that. Okay. Stuff like that. If you knew in a situation that you'd no option but to do that, then don't ever criticize it. Okay. Because. Let it be seen that we actually have no choice at all in anything. There's no choice at all. But you're getting a glimpse that there's no choice only when there's lying because something is drawing your attention to the lack of truth because there's a value system on truth. Did, did I go too fast? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Man, don't let me eat chocolate train. Okay. Um, When, when, when there's no option but to do something and you've noticed that when you tell a lie, that's a situation of where there's no option but a lie came out and that was it. Okay. Don't criticize it. Don't criticize it. In any moment, there's only one thing that can happen next. And when you know that the lie was the only thing that could come out of your mouth, it's fine. But it doesn't feel natural, though. Like, I don't feel like kids, children were born to, you know, they don't lie. They just, I feel like it's part of the conditioning. Like, we learn to lie. And it feels natural to lie, even now. Like, I mean, I'm not lying now, but... <laughs> just saying, like, it's like the opposite. Like, deep inside of me, I feel like not being honest is the natural me, but... I'm just so used to sometimes saying dishonest things just to be nice. Um, it's. I just wonder if why do we do that even like why for approval to be okay. loved to be liked to manipulate other people's response to convince people that we are we are we are like this and not how we really are because we don't accept ourselves the way we truly are. And that was learned through. Yes, you picked that up somewhere. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. If all self-criticism stops around time, around lying, there will be a lot of peace. Okay. I'll try that. You'll try it. Okay. Try to lift your arm. Your right arm. Try to... No, you're lifting it. Try to lift your arm. <laughs> <laughs> try to lift your right arm. Right arm? Now you're lifting it. <laughs> try to lift it. I don't know where 
When you try to do something, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if you're going to try to accept your relationship with time, and if you're going to try to stop criticizing yourself, nothing is going to happen. Do it. It's up to you. 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 It's up to